Hello, gorgeous. Hello, my love. Welcome to the Lounge of the Single Women Society. I am so excited to have you here with me today. I am your host and dating coach, Kat Cantrell. And I invite you to come on in. You know the drill. Grab your drink of choice and sit on down. We're going to have a little bit of a coaching session today, you and I. And the reason I wanted to bring this topic to your beautiful soul today is because I've been hearing a lot of pushback from women, basically saying that they're done with dating. They're fed up with it. They're done with it. It's too exhausting. It it takes up too much of your time and energy. You already have this job or this business that you're running. The next thing you need to do, the last thing that you need to do is to start another job, which is a lot of women feel that dating is really another full-time job. And my job really is to help ease that, to help create systems for you, to give you tools so that this relationship that you have of the, of dating can start to change, to help you guide you to change this relationship with dating, to change the relationship that you have with love. And I, that's our goal here at the single women's society is to provide you with all these necessary tools and systems that you can put into place into your life so that dating isn't a chore. It actually turns into something that you look forward to. It actually is something that highlights your life, not drags you down. Like the way that I always describe these kinds of things is when things are weighing us down, it's like we have ankle weights, these, these weights that are tied to our ankles and they're just holding us in place. And I think a lot of women feel that way about dating. Let's just be honest. And I do feel that we are more disconnected than ever. I do feel that online dating Although there's a lot of success stories, even my own, I feel that online dating is not for everyone where a lot of people are online dating for the wrong reasons. And it really has discouraged a lot of people from dating altogether and ultimately never finding love because we know that dating is a process of finding love. And so I want to give you some tools today. In fact, I'm going to give you the top five. I'm going to give you top five things to think about when it comes to your next first date that will set you up for success. But before I go into all of that, I do have a couple announcements for you. So the first announcement is that I have a huge announcement coming the beginning of November. This is something I've been working on for a long time. And I am incredibly excited about it because I think if you listen to my last episode, I talked about this where it's an event that I'm planning, but it's not your typical event. It involves, I'm going to drop, I'm going to drop you a hint. Are you ready? And those that listen to this podcast, you get the first, I'm not even going to release this to my email list. I'm going to release this to you. This is This is how incredibly honored I am. The fact that you're here and you're allowing me into your heart and into your ears at this moment. So this event that I'm having is involving contestants. That's all I'm going to say for now. (laughs) 
So that's my big announcement. So please make sure if you really want to know the no and see the process of what's going to happen, I highly encourage you to come and follow me on Instagram at Kat Cantrell. That's C-A-T-C-A-N-T-R-I-L-L. Come follow me because there's going to be a lot of announcements coming soon in the next couple of weeks. So that is my big announcement. I said I had a couple announcements. That's it. I think that announcement is big enough. Um, but I cannot wait to tell you all about it. So stay tuned. Okay. So here we go. We're going to go into the top five things that you can do to set yourself up for success when it comes to your next first date. Now, this isn't mean you're going to implement these five things and you're going to find your true love within the first date or that you're going to have really a connection because we can never, I can, we can never guarantee connection. We never know connection and chemistry, those two things. We never know until we really sit down and talk to this person on whether or not there's a connection. In fact, did you know, and maybe I've mentioned this in the podcast before, maybe I mentioned it in the second date podcast. I might've, there is a podcast that's all about second date. I can't tell you the number of it. I will put it in the show notes. I'll make sure and put it in the show notes, but that will set you up for success when it comes to the second date. But this this one, I'm going to talk about the first date, but I'm also going to talk about the pre-date before the date. <laughs> the things that you can do to set, your, set yourself up for success, say that 10 times fast, so that you walk away, no matter if there's a connection or not, you still will feel amazing about yourself. All right, here we go. Number one, when you meet someone, and this is either in real life or this is online, we can get stuck in the day-to-day texting back and forth and never scheduling a face-to-face. So, and this can, this is, this will go into your confirmation that dating is exhausted, exhausting because of this particular what this is one instance where you'll exchange numbers and then all you'll do is text back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it could be months. In fact, I remember one of my clients told me, I think she said that she had been texting someone back and forth for three weeks or was it three months? Oh my gosh. I don't even remember, but that is way too long. Three weeks, too long, two weeks, too long, unless there is something that's going on in your lives, whether you're traveling or all of that, I get it. Holidays, et cetera, et cetera. So here's the first thing that you can do. Always schedule the date within the first seven to 10 days of meeting the person. And this is either online or this is when you meet them in real life. Because chemistry and connection, remember these two things. If we just text someone back and forth and back and forth, and we never will set up that potential date immediately or soon, not immediately. I mean, that can happen too. But within the first week to 10 days, the newness kind of wears off and it kind of becomes boring. And you're kind of like, uh, well, this person's kind of yesterday's news. So I uh, really, I I'm, I'm over it. Has this happened to you? I'm sure it has. It used to happen to me where you start texting and you're just texting for too long and you never set up that date. And you're just like, uh, eh, I'm just not into it anymore. 
right? So we want to keep the suspense. We want to keep tension. And so it is your job to make sure and set that boundary with this person and say, hey, and try to schedule that date within the first seven to 10 days. Because if it goes beyond that and you set up the date, I promise you, unless there's been other issues that have come up, the connection or the chemistry just isn't going to be there. Number two, always talk on the phone or FaceTime first before the first date. <laughs> okay. Now, <clears throat> this is something where I, everyone should do this again, whether you meet someone online or you uh, meet someone in real life, always you can either phone call or you can FaceTime. FaceTime preferably if you've met them online. That way you get to see their face. That way you're no not you're no you know you're not being catfished. You know what you're expecting. Or if you've met them in real life, a phone call. There is something intimate and lovely about talking on the phone, like the good old days, talking on the phone before you meet them in person. And again, when you when you when you have this phone call or this FaceTime. This isn't a deep dive into, unless you're not going to be able to have that first date for a while, this is not a deep dive. You're not going to go into a deep dive on this, on this phone call. This is a seven to 10 minute phone call tops, tops, even shorter to where you're like, Hey, it's great to hear your voice or it's great to see your face. I would really love an opportunity to see you in person. When can we meet up? Of course, not maybe that clear to the point. But that's the whole point of that call is to make it short and sweet. Again, create tension to create momentum so that when you, so that you are excited to meet this person for the first time in person. So always schedule either a FaceTime or a phone call. I know phone calls, a lot of people are busy. I know even with, with, even with my own kids, it's always like, Hey, can I call you? So I do not recommend just calling them out of the blue because Unfortunately, that's not our culture anymore. We don't, it's frowned upon if we do that. Always make sure that I would set something up to have the phone call just so you can hear each other's voice or you can see each other's faces. And yeah, it creates more tension and connection and makes that first date even more exciting. Okay, so that's number two. All right, so number three, this kind of ties into number two. So this goes hand, this will, this, pertains to both kind of the pre-date conversation and first date conversation, which is don't talk about serious subjects too quickly. Do I believe that you should speak about some serious subjects? Sure. But I would make sure and trickle just a few of them in because serious subjects are heavy, right? So the whole purpose of this first date is to see if this is, could be a potential match for you. If you have common hobbies, if you have common interests, is this someone that you can hang out with? Is there chemistry? The whole point of a first date is to make sure that ultimately this could be a match for you. If we're conducting it like a job interview where we're just asking them serious questions and we're not being ourselves and we're not being playful and we're not being in the moment and we're not asking inquiring questions about them as a person, we're asking them questions, like serious questions about 
where they see themselves in five years, even though I do think that that question is important. But I think the first date is truly just to see as you're, one of the things that I teach my client is to be present. Ask questions about the present on your first date. Do not go into the deep dive about serious subjects. I promise you there will be a time and a place for that. But here is the way I want you to look at it. When we're diving into the serious subjects about ourselves, these are intimate, these are intimate details about you. I want you to share, I want you to be vulnerable, but not completely as an open book on this first date. I want you to just to share enough. I want you to share about who you are as a woman. I do believe, again, that these serious subjects are important, but I don't believe that they're necessary for a first date. The whole point of a first date is to see if you have that connection, is to see if this person could be a potential match and to only share just enough of yourself because the person hasn't earned it, nor have you earned it from them, right? It goes both ways. So keep in mind that this information will You'll be able to get this information, but when you're conducting that first date as a job interview, it's not going to go. It's just not because the person's going to be like, all she's interested is making sure that I'm checking all of these things off of her list. And she's not interested in who I am as a person sitting across the table right now. So keep that in mind. All right. So that's number three. Number four, do not go into your first date thinking that this person's the one. Ever, 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 never, ever, never. Do not go in with an agenda. Do not go into it with the mindset of being like, well, this better be it. Well, this better be the one. Well, this person better be the one. You're already setting expectations and you're already putting an agenda on a date on this person. And what happens is, is that you're going to be in that moment with that person and you're just going to be thinking, you're not going to be there and you're not going to be able to be present because you've already had an agenda. You're already thinking about the future and you're not able to really sit there and be present with the person across the table. I think that this is really important. I believe that when we go in and we have such high expectations and we put it on this one moment. It's unhealthy versus I'm going to go into this first date because I'm going to have fun. I get to have this opportunity to where I can have a connection with someone across the table. I'm going to go into this first date and hopefully have a, have a connection and possibly a match. And if not, I'm going to walk away with a friend because if you're my, one of my clients, you've already done your research and you're dating with intent, not just dating as a numbers game. So the best case scenario, of course, is you walk away with a good match and that hopefully leads into a second date. If not, you were, you walk away with someone who could be a friend. It's a possible, it's a possible, it's possible. It's possible. Okay. So don't walk into it thinking this person better be the one. Cause if that's your way of thinking, you probably shouldn't be dating. You probably shouldn't. Because that puts ridiculous pressure on them. It puts ridiculous pressure on you and ultimately will set you up for failure. It's a way of self-sabotage. It's true. Okay. Number five, when it comes to setting up the first date, the first date should only be 30 to 45 minutes tops. Okay. Remember I told you this isn't a time for serious conversation. This is to go in to see if you jive, 
to see if there's a connection, to see if there's chemistry, to see if you get along, to see if you have common interests, all of the things. And if it doesn't work, you know that you've only committed 30 to 45 minutes and you're out. If there's no connection, you feel that you're not obligated to stay there for the rest of the evening. So here's what I suggest. Lunch hours. If you can do it, schedule your first date on a lunch hour or schedule it for a Saturday or Sunday morning when you know that you have other things that are going to be happening throughout the day. Because in that way, if it really doesn't work, then you know for sure that you can be like, well, it's been great. I have to go. I have to go do this. I have to go do that. Never on the evening. Never for cocktails either. Those two things I would say is a no-no. Middle of the afternoon for a coffee or a tea or something on a Saturday or Sunday morning is absolutely perfect for 30, 40 minutes. Save the big date, the big date, which is really the second date, which is really the first date. If that made, if that made any sense to you, <laughs> save that for the evening, save that for a dinner, save that for more, again, save the serious conversation for the second date, leave it out the first, enjoy be in the moment and have fun and go into it knowing that you're going to have a connection or hopefully having a connection, right? Okay. So that's what I have for you today. Those are my top five, my top five things that you can do to have a successful first date. There's many, 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 many more. If you're interested in knowing more and if you've been like listening and you're like, hmm, I wonder if Kat can help me. Girl, you know I can. So if you are interested in knowing more about my services or you would like to know more about all of the different free offerings I have, just make sure and go to the website. It's singlewomensociety.com. You can click up the box that says start here. I will have an upcoming workshop that's coming soon. Um, maybe that was my second announcement that I was gonna say. So stay tuned for that. But other than that, just go to singlewomensociety.com, click on the box that says start here. If you're interested in working with me, there's information there about the Peacock Room and the Panther Room, the one-on-one -on -one coaching and the group coaching program. So those, all of that information is available there. Or you can always go to my Instagram and you can click on the, the link up in there. Okay, that's it. That's all I've got for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in. And if you're watching on YouTube, hello, what's up? Please make sure to like, subscribe and follow and click the bell. So every time I upload a new video that you are the first to know. And if you're listening on iTunes and Spotify, hello, my loves. Thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to click the little plus button or please make sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you are on apples, I always love it. Apples, <laughs> if you're on Apple podcast, please make sure and rate review because that's how other women can find us. And as always, if you are on Facebook or Instagram, come on and follow me at Kat Cantrell. I would love to see you over there. All right, my loves, wishing you the greatest success when it comes to your next first date. Remember these top five and remember my love, true love is waiting for you and I will see you next time. Bye.